When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Get Up. Coming to you live here from the seaport. It is brought to you by Patron. Of course, Patron perfection starts with Patron. Brian Custer, Kmart, Jeff Saturday, and Swagoo. Marcus Stairs is going to join us. you love him. Yes. Give it Swagoo. We got some football in a moment, but let's talk to Maui Classic. And number one, Kansas facing number four, Marquette. Oh, she got some fireworks. We had the Marquette legend, D. Wade, in the house. Opening minutes of the game, Marquette up one. Cam Jones knocks down that three. Oh, he's got something to say, too. Tell him. To the Kansas bench. Tell him. He had ten points. Uh, under four minutes to go in the first half. Kansas trailing by eight. Not anymore. Then McCullers knocking down that triple in the corner. He had 24, two or four from distance. Now, look, he has a lot to say to the Marquette bench. And Shaka's smart. And Shaka didn't like it. Hold and, him back. Yeah. Hold him back. Benches clearing. He'd be reaching like maybe like chest high. Maybe, maybe chest maybe high. Like chest <laughs> maybe chest high. <laughs> look, look at that coach. He was like, yeah, unbelievable. Uh, we get to the second half. Marquette up by 10. Tyler Kolick finds Ozil Iguodaro. He dunks it home. He had 21. Marquette is up 12. And then their next possession, Chase Ross. Step back. Money. Marquette up by 15. They just rolled in this one. Knocked off the number one team in the country. They win it 73 to 59. So what's next for Marquette after knocking off the number one team? Well, they got the championship game against the second-ranked team, Purdue. That's today, 5 Eastern. So that means last year's player of the year, Zach Eady, taking on last year's coach of the year, Shaka Smart. Only one school has ever beaten the AP top two in back-to-back -back days. That was Loyola of Chicago back in 1963. Football now. Time for What Are the Chances? NFL upset, upset edition. So we are looking at the percentages here. Jeff. Packers will upset the line. What's the percent? Strong, strong. No, not strong. Ten percent. <laughs> I'm giving it a. I'm giving the puncher's chance to the Packers upset the line. Listen, I think the Lions got a wake up call against Chicago. They got down. They end up coming back. Jared Goff. I'd like to see how they build on the momentum of comeback. By the way, that's huge for the for the Lions. Finding a way to win, even when you play poorly and Goff turns it over a ton. Let's see how they do against the line uh, against the Pack. Okay, Kmart. What about the Seahawks upsetting the 49ers? You know what, Brian? I didn't want to be rude like Jeffrey yeah. because, you know, any given Sunday, right? So I'm going to say 40%. A, you've got two divisional opponents. Also, Lumen Field, difficult to play it, right? Um, but Geno Smith, not 100% healthy. He's getting treatment around the clock. And I don't know. I feel like people are still sleeping on the 49ers, so I think they'll win pretty handily. Okay, Swagoo, the commanders upsetting the Cowboys. What percent? I'm going to take a page out of Kmart book and go 40% as well. These in-division opponents are always hard. Jeff can speak to that. It doesn't matter what the record is when you get to this point of the season. I know every dude across the line of scrimmage from me. Dallas should handle business, but they should try to handle business super early That's and right. give the commanders no hope that this game is going to go the way that they want it to go. All right. Speaking of those Cowboys, you know, Dak Prescott had this to say yesterday about the heater he's been on lately. 
I can tell you the, the way that I feel, um, the confidence that I have in this group myself. Um, zone, I guess you can call it, whatever it is. Uh, talked about it over and over, the coaches, um, just the chemistry of this team. Yeah, by far the best I've, I've ever felt. And it's not just me, it's, it's, it's a lot of the things around me. Swagoo, look, you look at the last four games, mm. no one's playing better at the quarterback position <laughs> than <smile>. Dak Prescott. <laughs> Do you agree? Yes, 100% yeah. I do. And, and and a big part of it is the fact that he's gotten back to being a playmaker. And Jeff and Kmart knows this. We've had this conversation before because I, I felt like Dak became a statue. And that's when we saw his worst, worst play as a quarterback ever. Now he's being dynamic with his legs. He's pushing the ball down the field. He's obviously found the number one wide receiver in C.D. Lamb, but spreading the football around. And for all of the talk in the preseason about Mike McCarthy and what would this offense be, they are actually letting it go. They would love for the run game to come, come, come on some more and make sure that they can have that element going into the playoffs. But when your quarterback is playing this way, and when he's playing with the freedom, bringing back the athleticism, moving the pocket for him, he's scrambling and getting those first downs. I don't know how many times last year we talked about, Dak, just go get four or five yards and restart your first down count. Well, he's doing that this year, and I love the way that he's playing. But more importantly, I don't know if y'all have noticed, Kmart and, and, and Jeff, in these press conferences, he's not so buttoned up and not so politically correct. Mm -hmm. That, to me, mentally, he's taken a step forward and said, the hell with everything. I'm the, I'm the Cowboys quarterback. I'm going to get all the criticism. I welcome it. I'm going to just go play football and play it the way I like to play it. He's gotten back to it being a kid game. I like what he said, Jeff, because he's also finding Frederick now at tight end. Yeah. He's Brandon Cooks. Yeah. 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 That was the reason why they brought in Brandon Cooks. He had well over 100 yards receiving a couple of games ago. And then Michael Gallup, somebody who you're like, oh, my God, what happened to Michael Gallup? Now he's making plays yeah. for, for Dak Prescott. This offense goes through C.D. Lamb, make no mistake. And that opens all the other guys up. He's getting 13 targets a game, which leads the NFL, right? And when you think about having that one, like Swagoo just said, Said, that one opens everybody else. Think about Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Everybody else can, can prosper because these two guys, if you leave them one-on-one, -on -one, they're going to make you pay. They're going to score, and they're going to score quickly if you leave that one-on-one -on -one matchup. So let's, put our, let's tilt our defense towards him. Opens up the entire rest of the offense. No longer are they trying to depend on Tony Pollard, and we're going to play ground and pound. Hey, let that do his thing. And to, to, uh, to Swagoo's point, they really haven't protected or run blocked that well. But Dak is making plays outside the pocket. He's getting outside. He's having that freedom, and he's accurate when he's outside of it. You have to like where they are on their defense is playing good, but I like where Dak is mentally to Swagoo's point because they understand who they are. They now have an identity. C.D. Lamb through Dak Prescott open up the rest of our offense. Yo, what do you think? So Dak is playing exceptionally well. I think we're focused so much on Dak. To me, the real change has been Mike McCarthy understands that C.D. Lamb is a number one wide receiver, that Michael Gallup needs to be involved, that Tony Pollard in this run game have to get going. I think it's about the play calling. Because to me, Dak wasn't really the question mark. It was, how is Mike McCarthy going to call plays? Is Mike McCarthy going to allow Dak to be a playmaker? And now we are seeing that. Unfortunately for Dak and the Cowboys, the reality is this. Beating the Panthers, Cool. Yeah, Beating the it. Giants, cool. And I and I know people will say, well, they can only play who's on their schedule. I get that. This is a dangerous team. 
But the criticism will always be, well, look at their schedule. The opponent records, it's the easiest by far mm-hmm. of, of most teams. So until we see Dak and the Cowboys in the playoffs against good teams beating them, I think those question marks are always yeah. going to be there, unfortunately And, and that's the same Miami argument, right? Like, it's the same like, – like these high-powered offenses, everybody's going to say, well, you got you, – you know, you're playing poor defense. And there's some truth to that, right? Who you play does matter. And, and unfortunately, they're playing the Giants yeah. twice, right? Yeah. Like, they, like, they have games. They played the Jets who were struggling. So they have played some teams. But again, like – they still have to go play. And when you're averaging over 400 yards a game and 30 points a game, that's for – I don't care who you – they're still pros. Yeah. Right? yeah. You still got the NFL on the other side. But it, it, to, to Kmart's point, it does diminish it a bit, a bit because of your opponent. But at the end of the day, you got to play as well as you can each and every week and build that confidence. And they the were effort. able to beat the Jets on, like, the Eagles. So, I mean, they, they, they yeah. have to like take care said, of it's business. Yeah, it's every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Swagoo, Swagoo. Yeah, I know we talked about chasing the Eagles and all that type of stuff, but let me ask you this because you, you'll give me the truth here. Yeah. Is this their best chance, you think, to win it all? I know when Trayvon Diggs went down, we said, oh, my goodness, oh, man, the Cowboys season's probably going to go down the drain. All of a sudden, Deron Bland has come up all and been, been great for them. They found an identity on yeah. offense. Is this the best chance they've gotten to win it all in the Super Bowl? I think it is, but I don't think it has anything to do with them because I think it has everything to do with the NFC. Um, we we saw this team play Philly really well. The, obviously, the stain on the on the year is the 49ers game where they were absolutely dominated. But if you if you take that type of play into Philly like you did in the first game and you you lost but you came up short, so no more victories. But you feel good about a play here or there that could potentially have won that game for you and when you think about it like we all know let's not get it twisted your quarterback is going to be the answer if you're going to win a championship like we talk about me and Jeff knows you talk about the offensive line and the protection you hope that it's good enough to get you to where you need to be but your quarterback gonna make the difference we saw Joe Burrow get his head beat in the ground and go to the Super Bowl because he raised the level of everybody else around him so this will be about that just like the beginning of the season I said this is about Dak Prescott. And to everybody's point that's on this panel, when we start talking about the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles and the Detroit Lions and all of the teams that we expect to be top teams in the NFC, the point is to get into the tournament and can your guy be as good or better than their guy? Now, that's hard with Jalen Hurts and the way Brock Purdy plays when he's on and everybody is available, and the way Jared Goff has played this season for the majority of the season, you got to go and play at a very high level. But Dak playing this way and potentially getting leads in games where you can unleash pass rush and create those turnovers that the defense seems to thrive off of when their offense is giving them output, Dallas has a really good chance because it's not super crowded at the top of the NFC. Mm, we'll, we'll see. Uh, meanwhile, on Planet Earth, Swagoo, uh, let's flash back to Monday NFL Live. Well, Marcus, let's just say he got distracted <laughs> eating some KC barbecue, didn't know he was on live TV. Is this close to here? <laughs> it is close. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter plays a volleyball tournament here every year called Triple Crown. I'm going to bust it up when we get down. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You know what? It's the hat. It's the palm hat. It's the gloves. Uh, the gloves. My man has completely lost all Close sense of time and space of where close. he is. Hey. Hey, I, w- I, w- I was watching that on a plane ride up. I'm watching my man swag. I was like, he got no idea he's on TV. He got to burn in. And that's a big man. That's a big man that's hungry. Hey, everything else is distraction. Go ahead, Swaggo. Explain yourself. Hey, listen. All y'all know me. All y'all know me. And y'all know whether in the green room or we in the cafe in Bristol. This is the same thing I would say with no cameras around. So it just, I was, my the worst thing is my wife is so embarrassed. She's so embarrassed. And I'm like, man, see, like these people, they, Everybody talking about authenticity. Well, they know you now. <laughs> right, saying. right, exactly, exactly. Hey, you, you, you tell your bride we don't hold her, hold her accountable. Right, when for you your got food in front of you, bro. <laughs> yes. Food in front of you. We just hey, call everybody else off. Bro. Yes, let yes. the man work. And it helps that we have Pat McAfee now on the air. All right. Oh, Canada. Mike Tomlin fires his offensive coordinator. Is his quarterback now on the clock? Wait, you hear what Mike Tomlin had to say about that? Plus. Uh, the Eagles shoved their way past Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs on Monday night. Should they be on upset alert, though, against Josh Allen and those Bills? We're going to talk about it next. You don't get up. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. 
Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Welcome back to Get Up. This morning's wake up call. What a finish. East Carolina. Take a look. He's going to go by you. Spins up. Scores with two and a half remaining. Pettiford. The heave for three. Oh! He made it. The Pirates win. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Question self second. But I think it went in. November, East Carolina with the victory. We've got college hoops tonight. ESPN 5 Eastern, the Maui Classic Championship game. Number two, Purdue. Number four, Marquette. You can also watch it on the app. All right, time for a game of likely or unlikely. Swagoo, Russell Wilson leads the Broncos to the playoffs. Is that likely or unlikely? It's unlikely, and I hate to mess up this bad thing. I hate to mess up this good thing that the Denver Broncos have going, but I think they dug themselves a hole a little bit too early because I'm not going to say it's completely uh, done, but it's very unlikely. They've been skimming by in these games. We'll see if they can keep it going for the rest of the way. Hey, Martin, do you agree? Yeah, I've been really impressed by their defense of late, but uh, Russell, he's not. The numbers just aren't, aren't as impressive. Jeff, Lamar and the Ravens will be the top seed in the AFC. Likely, unlikely. Likely. L- listen, he's, I mean, honestly, if you look at the Ravens, the games they have lost, they, they've given away. They've yes. self-inflicted wounds 100%. This is a very good football team. Lamar Jackson's playing great. Uh, their defense is getting better every week, and they're, good, they're, they're already a great defense. I like them to be the top in the AFC. Uh, Kmart Steelers outgained the Bengals on Sunday. Is that likely or unlikely? Even ask. She's doing the game. My time. You better be you know nice. What? You know what? Yes. Wow. Yes. They got rid of Matt Canada. Fine. Now Kenny Pickett finally is going to hit receivers right in the hands. They're going to, they're going to, how many, I don't know. They're going to outgate him all the way through the rest of the season. You know it's going to be explosive. Because yeah. Zach Taylor's much nicer than Mike Tomlin. She said something about <laughs> Mike Tomlin listen, right now. I don't want no he Mike Tomlin Mike Tomlin won't no, talk to her the rest you, of the season. Sir. He'll mm-hmm. be like, nope. We had a nice conversation on Sunday. <laughs> I ain't trying, no. Uh, Job security. Yes. Yeah, speaking of the Steelers, of course, they fired their OC Matt Canada yesterday. Well, Pittsburgh, they've been outgained in every game this season. Yeah. Mike Tomlin on the decision Air and how the team plans to move forward. Air one of them. Um, did not come to this decision lightly to be really transparent with you. Um, it's just a personal belief of mine from a leadership perspective. Uh, it is my role to absorb and protect um, those that I work with. Um, and this doesn't feel like that. I'm focused on this week in terms of the development of Kenny. Um, you know, we're not urinating on the fire, man. Um, we're, we're, we're getting ready to play a football game and win this week. Honestly, that's how Greeny ends our production calls. Uh, yeah. That's how we get hyped up yeah. for this show. Yeah, exactly. So. That's exactly right. So, given that, then let's go to our coach here. Uh, does the firing of Mike, Matt Canada make any difference, you think, for the Steelers? It makes a difference Kenny Pickett because there ain't going to be no excuses anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, hey, hey, the light's on you now. They, 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 they had the light on Matt Canada. Everybody wanted to fire. Fans wanted to fire. You saw the players starting to turn on him. Guess where that light goes when you, if, if it don't get better? Ooh. Right to Kenny Pickett. So, 
My man's got to play. He's got to play better. Uh, again, listen, he, it, it, when, you're, when, you're, when you see as many inaccurate throws as Kenny Pickett has thrown throughout the season, it, there, were, it, there was enough blame to go around. They made the, the better or they made the easier decision of letting go of a coach than rebuilding with the, with your quarterback. But listen, Pickett's got to play better, and they got to get the ball to Pickens. Mm-hmm. Last year, they 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 were like one of the best duos in the NFL in the latter part of the season. They're 37th in targets between Pickett and Pickens. Your best players got to get fed. They got to make it happen. Swagger, what do you think? It's a beautiful story, right? To have Kenny Pickett come from Pittsburgh and be in the same facility and play. And to Jeff's point, like we all knew Matt Canada needed to go. It needed to be a change made. And when Mike Tomlin say he doesn't make that uh, decision lightly, if you know Mike T, you know that he's he's one of the most loyal dudes that you'll find in the NFL when it comes to protecting his coaches, but also keeping them on board. I think this got to that point. But to yeah. Jeff's point, like Kenny Pickett, still some of the plays that were called, the throws were there, and he didn't make them. So now we're going to find out from a quarterback, obviously, if you put him in a better situation, can he make the throws? It still boils down to that yep. <laughs> accuracy in, at that position more than anything and not giving the ball away. I don't care who calling plays. I don't care if you got a genius on the sideline. If the ball is not p- being put in the right direction, then you got a problem. It don't matter what, what situation you're in. And to Jeff's point as well, like George Pickens, the one thing that I used to always get frustrated with Matt Canada about is that there's a lot of talent on this offense. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people realizes it because the system was so bad. Mm-hmm. But between Deontay Johnson, who I know came back from an injury, George Pickens, Fry Move coming back from an injury, and then Warren with the ascension of Jalen Warren in the backfield and Najee, like how can you not use that? And the excuse of the offensive line being bad does not exist this year in Pittsburgh. They have been fine. They haven't been world beaters. They haven't been the greatest. But this unit has been good enough for them to have production. So Matt Canada had to be the first to go. Now to Jeff's point. Get it, pick it. What's up, bro? You hear uh, Swagoo talk about Pickens. I remember covering their game against uh, the Jaguars. And heading into that game, I talked to Patrick Peterson. We talked about the Pickett-Pickens connection. And he said, that back shoulder throw, man, as a defender – you have no answer for that. That's right. That is, th- those two, I was thinking the Pickens, Pickett, presidential ticket. Like, that's what yeah. this year I was going to see that, and that's what was going to carry the Steelers. And unfortunately, it's been the opposite of that. But it's not just Kenny Pickett. Najee Harris has to be better. Mm-hmm. Offensive line has to be better. The guys have, the fundamentals, like, guys have talent, but they also have to focus on doing the job, running the routes yeah. through and correctly. So there's there's enough blame to go around. Yeah. Everybody has to be better. Yeah. Okay, you make a great point. And, and, and oh, I'm sorry, cuz. No, I was going to say, go ahead, Swag. I, I know you're going to make that make a make a point on this, but you know, you look at the Steelers. We know Mike Tomlin does a great job coaching. I mean, that they're going to win. They're going to have a winning mm-hmm. record because that's what he does. I think people in Pittsburgh want to know when are we going to win a playoff game. Yeah. It's been a long time, Swag. It was like six, yeah, seven years since yeah. they won play. So we still buying them as a playoff contender. Ah, it's it's I'm a little scared because we don't we we actually don't know if the offense is going to get better. If they do, I think the Pittsburgh can sneak into the playoffs because we know that defense is going to make plays late in games in order to get them in. Listen, this was the this this Cleveland team played with a backup. This was about defense. So that was still two teams that we think can make a playoff run. But I want to go back to something Kmart said about the offense and these guys with the attention to detail, because that's a great point she made. 
And Jeff knows this when he stepped into the Indy locker room as the head coach. When you are not excited about your game plan week in and week out, right. mm. it sucks. Mm, and yes. the details go by the wayside. And you can see the frustration in everybody, not just Najee Harris sitting in the locker room. He just said the quiet part out loud. But I know, yeah. Jeff, get in there because you relate yeah. to that, bro. Now, listen, the, the, when, when, you, when Kmart was talking about the Pickens connection, the physicality he plays with and the energy he can bring to your offense, again, no, no, no different than CeeDee Lamb and the Cowboys, it opens up your yeah. offense. But you got to let that dog go. you got to let him play that way because yes, that's what encourages and energizes the whole group. No excuses offensively now for the Steelers. Coming up, uh, the Eagles will stay in Pennsylvania, shove their way past Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs on Monday night. Should they be on upset alert, though, Sunday against Josh Allen and those Bills? Plus, the Chiefs, man, I tell you, they are just dropping the ball left and right, and are they dropping games because of it? And will it cost Patrick Mahomes another ring? Next on Get Up. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back. It's time to play a little game of either or. Jeff, who will have more passing touchdowns tomorrow? Will be Dak Prescott, Sam Howell. I'm going Dak Prescott here. Listen, I know I know. Uh, Sam has picked up some big yards and some touchdowns late. I just see the Cowboys t- handling business and taking care of business the way they should against the commander. So, hey, Dak's been hot. Stay hot. I think he gets it and takes, it, takes care of it. Uh, Kmart, who will have more passing yards this weekend? Will it be Trevor Lawrence or will it be C.J. Stroud? I'll jump in and say C.J. Stroud. That's where, where Kmart was going to go. She is uh, vacant at this moment, so I'm going to go see. She went C.J. Stroud. She thinks he's going to stay. He's going to stay hot. Uh, this kid has lit it up, especially late in games. She thinks they're going to end up taking out the Jags, so we'll go C.J. Stroud over Trevor Lawrence. Okay, Swagoo, then who will have more total touchdowns, Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts? Yeah, y'all make sure y'all kill Kmart uh, microphone-wise, y'all. I'm taking Jalen Hurts um, he, b- because I think I think his legs will be a big part of this game as well. We saw the plays, and I know they struggled against Kansas City defense, but between Devontae and I don't think A.J. will be held in check this week like he was against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. 
Okay, since we're talking about the, these teams here, Jeff, are Eagles, you think, on upset alert this weekend against those Bills? I, I don't think so. Listen, I think the Eagles know they played very average on, on offense against the Kansas City. They did just enough, like Swagoo said, to win that game. A.J. Brown shut out. He's got pride. He didn't want that to happen again. And then from the other side, the Bills' offense is better than KC's offense. So that they, got, they got everything in front of them. They understand, hey, man, the Bills should be able to put up more points than KC has happened this season. So we got we to gotta put the locks on these guys. I think the Eagles will be ready, and they'll put a, put a good game plan together. What do you think, Swagoo? I'm with, I'm with Jeff. Like, I, I don't think – well, man, it's hard. Mm. You know what's hard about it, Jeff, is the fact that we've seen this Eagles secondary give stuff up. But I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. And, and here's why. I'm going to agree with Jeff on this upset alert thing. I'm going to say no, and here's why. I think the Eagles in the second half of the game against Kansas City – got back to their true identity. And I think that's what has the start carrying the day. They were able to, one, adjust and go to Devontae Smith when A.J. Brown was taken away. So that's flexibility. We saw Jalen Hurts run a quarterback draw into the middle of a blitz when they were trying to figure spags out. And we yep. saw this offensive line finally just start to get a little bit of push and DeAndre Swift get going. So I think the Eagles are rounded in the form. I know a lot of people were worried about how they were playing. And yeah, that, that's rightfully so because we saw some things that, that were very unconventional of this team. But when it comes to, first of all, they're 9-1. When it comes to playing championship football, you're not going to blow every team out. And that's there's right. something to be said for them winning these games. And unlike a lot of teams that we've seen blow bad teams out, Philly has actually had to beat good teams. Now, they lost to the damn Jets. All right, And I think they were <laughs> sleepwalking and turned the football over, obviously. But I think this team, I think this game is another going to be another indication of what the Eagles are. Wait a minute. After all this time, are we really saying that we there isn't that the Eagles should not be on upset alert against the Bills? Like I, I understand picking the Eagles to win, but did the Bills suddenly yeah. fall off to did they go into oblivion? Like we don't think this is a playoff team. We don't no longer think. Their quarterback, Josh Allen, yeah, he leads the NFL in turnovers, but who leads the NFL in touchdowns? Like, I, I'm, just a little, I'm just a little surprised by this conversation. So you think, I'm you just a little surprised. So you think Josh Allen and the Bills can turn around and make the playoffs? I do, because of Josh Allen. Mm. Like, to me, when we are talking about some of these teams in the AFC, it's wide open. But a lot of these quarterbacks have not played in playoff spotlight. Like, they have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Josh Allen, it'll be a roller coaster, and you don't know where that roller coaster is going. But you know what? There's a reason that they put the keys in his hands every single day. So I, I'm not saying I think the Bills will win, but the idea that they can't and that they, the Eagles shouldn't be on playoff alert, like that's, that to me is a well, yeah. bridge too. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think we, I mean, I say they can't win. I just think from, from my perspective of where the Bills are, Josh Allen still isn't running it, mm -hmm. right? Like he's not, when you see the Bills at the best in their offense, he's pulling that ball down and making, and you can tell they're still yeah. hesitant to do that. They fired Dorsey in the middle. Now they're going to do this with Brady. Okay, Brady's going to be the new guy. Here's what we're going to have. It all bases off of, uh, Josh Allen and Diggs. Like, these guys got to make it happen. Again, they've run the ball better, but ultimately their defense, which I thought was going to be the, the cowbell of this football team, with Milano gone, yeah. White gone, like, it's not the same defense. And so they're going to have to have shootouts. I'm scared with of shootouts 
comes turnovers. That's that's my only – and can Josh Allen do go. it? Absolutely. Yeah. He's, a, he's an absolute baller, but that's that's my concern. Yeah, listen, so, he's putting up touchdowns. It's just I'm, when he that, turns it over, fear. it's multiple turnovers, oh, yeah. and that's no, what kills the I Buffalo Bills. Hey, ESPN Bet is the official sports book of ESPN. For exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personalities, sign up for the ESPN Bet app. All users, $200 in bonus bet after making any sportsbook bet. Download the app, sign up today. What a play. You know, the new college football playoff rankings were released last night. And same top 10 teams, only one change. You got Washington. They passed up Florida State, fourth in the rankings. And there's sure to be, of course, more movement next week. Got the big game this coming this weekend. Ohio State and Michigan, they're going to square off. All right, so we got Heather Dinich. We got Paul Feinbaum here. And, Heather, I'll start with you. Of course, you're the foremost authority when it comes to all things CFP. You got Saturday, the big game. Ohio State, Michigan, the big house. Is this an elimination game for one of those teams? I feel more confident in saying it's an elimination game for Michigan because if Michigan doesn't win this game, it will only have one win against a CFP top 25 team on its resume. That would be against Penn State. And that would doom the Wolverines in the selection committee meeting room. They played four straight home games to open the season. They didn't have any non-conference games against a power five opponent. And the bar in the committee meeting room is extremely high if you're not a conference champion, and I don't think Michigan would pass it. Ohio State has a little bit more wiggle room because of that Notre Dame win, but this isn't last year when USC fell out of the top four and Ohio State was a no-brainer. There are more contenders this season. Paul, I know the last thing you want to talk about is Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. So you know what? Let's talk about the SEC. Uh, What do you think happens if number one, Georgia, gets knocked off by Alabama. What happens in that championship game? Assuming it is a competitive game, and I think we all can assume that, uh, then I think Georgia belongs in the top four. Now, we often use the word deserve. It's not a matter of of deserving. Georgia is one of the best teams in the country, and they've proven that for the last three years. You have to move the other two years out of the way. We're talking about this year, and they're still the number one team in the country. So I just don't think you could possibly put another one-loss team in there. I don't care what conference they're the champion of. And don't forget Saturday night in Atlanta when Georgia rolls over Georgia Tech. That will be their 29th straight win. Uh, that's the all-time. That will be the all-time record in the Southeastern Conference. We're, we're going back to Bear Bryant. Uh, I mean, that is just an amazing feat. And, and the fact that they have, they have Brock Bowers back, I think, adds to uh, why they should be in, regardless of what happens in Atlanta in two weeks. All right, Heather, I know Paul's going to be like, man, hush your mouth. But let me ask you this. Is there a world <laughs> where we could have a playoff no, and no. no SEC team at all? I would be shocked. Let me put that out there first, if that happened. But the scenario that some of our colleagues have been talking about that plays out that way is undefeated Washington, undefeated Florida State, undefeated Big Ten champion. Those three would be in in that scenario. Alabama wins the SEC. One loss, Texas wins the Big 12. You can't have this conversation without talking about that head-to-head. And while it seems as simple as that, and it might be on Selection Day, there's more to it. 
Who do you play in the conference championship game is the final piece of the puzzle. And as we sit here, we don't know what the Big 12 matchup would be. Ideally, the best case scenario for Texas would be to face Oklahoma again because it would be their highest ranked opponent and it would give them a chance to avenge the regular season loss. Nobody in the country, though, is going to have a better opportunity on conference championship game weekend to impress the committee than Alabama because they're going to be playing the committee's number one team. Will that make their strength of schedule better than Texas in the long run? Because there are multiple tiebreakers. Head-to-head is one of them. They're not weighted in the committee meeting room. So it might mean more to a head coach at the table than it does to an athletic director. There are a lot of factors into play. I wouldn't rule it out entirely, but again, I would be shocked if the SEC was out of the playoff. A good thing for Nick Saban is they've gotten better as the season's gone along. And look, they got an opportunity uh, to really uh, win it all, especially in that SEC. All right, Heather Dinich, Paul Feinbaum, thank you very much. Uh, to NBA now, and let's run the floor, and we'll begin in L.A. LeBron James scored his 39,000 point last night at 17. Lakers blew out the Jazz 131-99. L.A., by the way, were 4-0 in group play of the in-season tournament. They've advanced to the quarterfinals. In Atlanta, Buddy Bucket, Buddy Heel, he had a tie-breaking three. Final minute, Pacers beat the Hawks 157-152. They clinch a spot, yes, in the in-season tournament quarterfinals. Seventh time that both teams scored 150 points or more in a regulation game. And in Philly, Jared Allen made that short jumper. 18 seconds in overtime, gave the Cavs the lead for good. They knocked off Joel Embiid in the Sixers 122-119. Allen finished with 26. Hey, tonight we got a great one here on the network and the app. You've got Giannis and the Bucks taking on Jason Tatum and the Celtics at 7.30. Then we got KD and the Suns taking on Steph and the Warriors. Coverage tips off NBA countdown at 7 Eastern. All right, coming up, Patrick's big problem. Can anyone not named Travis Kelsey catch the football? Will Mahomes receivers stop him from getting another ring? But first, oh yeah, there he is. Sneaky himbo time. And this one is for you, Jeff Saturday. Travis Kelsey, one of two players with 1,000 receiving yards in each of the previous seven seasons. Who is the other player? Mm. I feel like himbo's trying to pick on me a little bit. Graz ain't here. Fox ain't here. You know what I mean? Give me a receiver question. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Welcome back. Time for Sneaky Himbo time. Okay, Jeff Saturday, Travis Kelsey, one of two players with 1,000 receiving yards in each of the previous seven seasons. Okay. Who's the other? All right, so I'm going through this in my head. So I went Brandon Cooks. Okay. And then Himbo was like, that'd be a good guess, but I don't think last year. So you kind of gave me a little. Then I was thinking Mike Evans, and I was like, he's another baller that gets 1,000, but I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. That's a great guess, but you had it. Mike Evans. Oh, my God. You had it. I <laughs> talked myself out of it. You did. Oh, my goodness. And you said it in the oh. play. We always say Mike Evans year after year. year after thousand yards. yards every thousand season. yards. You had it. Dang it. Talk yourself out of it. <laughs> he is sneaky. Sneaky he is, himbo. Yeah. Sneaky when, himbo. When he told you don't go with the Brandon yeah. Cooks, that, yeah. and he was yeah, lighting he you up. Me. He got me. He was lighting you up. All right. Speaking well of football, let's talk about the Chiefs. And their offense, they've had some uncharacteristic struggles. They've had 26 drops this season, six more than any other team. And the same number they had the entire 2022 regular season. You know, KC has failed to score in the second half in each of their last three games, losing two of those. And for the season of the Chiefs, last in the NFL, basically five points in the second half, points per game. And they've got four red zone turnovers this season. That's tied for the most in the NFL. They had four all of last season, including the playoffs, a total of 20 games played. Okay, um, how concerned, Kmart, are you about this Chiefs and their offense? You know what, Brian? You're not going to get me to do this Come on. another year. Come you know, on. I'm you saw concerned. the drop. You saw I'm the not, numbers. Oh, I saw. I'm not concerned because every season it feels like we're like, ah, oh, the Chiefs offense. Oh, who else behind Travis Kelsey? I don't like what I am seeing, given that it's week 12. However, year after year, we question the Chiefs, and what do they do? Make us all look dumb. And Travis Kelsey was at the podium last year holding that Lombardi trophy. He was like, ain't nanny, y'all think we was going to win this. So right now, I don't like it, but I think with Patrick and Trevor, I feel, I, I, with Travis, I feel good about this team, and I think they'll be fine because the past tells me they will be fine. Okay, given that, Swagoo, you know, I, I think I asked her this last hour. Um, what is it, Maya Angelou, who said, when someone shows you who you are, <laughs> Favorite call, believe baby. them the first time. Believe so, Woody, are you concerned at all about the Chiefs in this offense? You damn right I'm concerned. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to live in 2023 season going into 2024. <laughs> yeah. And it's not so much, it's not so much about um, 
can Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey do it? By the way, Patrick Mahomes, these turnovers in the red area, man, are an issue for real. And I know we, you know, we we are we are um, we are never supposed to criticize Patrick Mahomes. We only supposed to talk about his greatness. That took three points off the board in this game, which could have been critical when Kevin Bayer got the interception in the red area. Travis Kelsey fumbled in the red area. Don't, and, mm-hmm. and unfortunately for them, because their receivers can't consistently catch the football, they have no room for error between those two. So I, I think it is. I, it, it's a big concern. Receivers not on the same page. Dan Dan Orlovsky showed a, um, had a tape yesterday on NFL Live about receivers not even being on the same page. We in week 12, bro. Mm-hmm. Like this is not, um, we ain't still trying to figure things out. And catching the ball is a concentration thing, and they obviously ain't concentrating. So, yeah, I'm concerned about the Chiefs. Jeff, because you coach, I can see if it's been the past couple of games, but we were talking about this in week one. Yeah. No, now this, here we are. Yeah, this is a, this is, this is a season of problems. I, I, think they, I think the Chiefs missed a bit by the trade deadline not going to get a dude at receiver, right? Like we talked about the Cowboys yeah. going to get uh, Derrick Henry. I, I thought the Chiefs would have helped themselves because, again, you know, Valdez Scantling, he dropped the ball in Green Bay, right? Tony dropped the ball in New York. So this is not like a new thing. The, the wide receivers have a 9% drop rate. That's huge for them. And you're, what you've seen from Travis Kelsey, you know, he's had four explosive plays in nine games. Last year he had 12 at the same time. That That's telling you defenses are saying, he won't beat me. On the last play when, when the, the drop at, for the yeah. touchdown, yeah. he's triple covered. Not double covered. Yeah. That's a tight end got triple coverage, right? So if all you're going to do is put all your assets to take out that combo and allow someone else to beat you, those guys at some point got to stand up. And they got to start making plays. And, again, it's – you have to limit your own mistakes. And to Swagoo's point, you start to force because mm-hmm. now who do you trust? Who can you trust? That's when that's when turnovers yeah. go up in, in droves because you are trying to force a ball to a player instead of allowing the offense to dictate. Swagoo? Jeff, Jeff, you, you talked about this earlier in the show, right? And we saw this last year. Travis Kelsey is not freeing people up anymore. He right. did last year. He's he was able to free people up and they were able to make plays. This receiving group wasn't out of worldly last year when they won a Super Bowl, but they had reliable guys. To Jeff's point, CD Lamb opening things up for people. You see Diggs did it in Buffalo. You see Tyreek do it in Miami. The Chiefs have no one to open up any area of the field anymore outside of Mahomes and this greatness, and they are not catching the football. You know what they need? I'll tell you exactly what Kansas City need. They need new security. Swagoo, they need new security. <laughs> now it is time for Swagoo's revenge. We ain't worried about you, Swagoo. Let's get the security. Okay, let's go. Y'all need all the security. Hey, man, this is the guy that you got to protect. When are you supposed to pick up a flip? Lord have mercy, y'all. That is a travesty. You need new security. This is absolute malpractice. Call everybody. Do you know you in a football game? You need new security. Oh, that was so much fun. I love it. Time for new security. Take away, Swagoo. Hey, first and foremost, just put a yellow shirt on Miles Garrett because he's going to be on every damn week, it feels like. And Kenny Pickett, I don't know what the hell you were thinking about standing in this pocket like that man wasn't on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Now, Pittsburgh, I just gave your offensive line a little bit of credit for not being as bad as you used to be, but he makes everybody look like this. You ain't immune to being a bad security guard with 95 on the field. Miles Garrett get in there, and it should have been a safety. I don't give a damn if the ball was an inch above the white line. 
Next, let's go to Hassan Reddick in Kansas City. Jeff, another thing about these Chiefs, these tackles are a problem, and they are giving up the ghost, baby. And Hassan Reddick was like, let me get mad. I might as well do it, too. I'm going to get to the quarterback early. I never thought I'd say this so much, but Patrick Holmes, you need new security, and you also need some security guards downfield scaring people into catching the football. <laughs> Hassan Reddick is still that guy made a lot of plays in this game. Congratulations, Pat Mahomes. You made new security. Maybe your first time, I think. And last but not least, Jessica Fields, you played out of your mind. You played a great game. But Aiden Hutchinson was like, yo, we got to try to win this football game, man. And he was getting around the corner to a strip sack. Justin, don't be standing there acting like you had the best security all season. You just gonna stand in the pocket because you've been doing well for three quarters. Hell no. Aiden Hutchinson was like, let me get mine. You must have forgot your security guards ain't that good. They done got tired, they knees hurting, and they back hurt from trying to protect you all year. Let me get mine. AJ. No you security. loved it. You loved it. Oh, yeah, that's a nasty it. move on the outside. Yeah. And you know the lights are on. Yeah. You knew Fields nasty. about to throw it. Hutchinson, his ears are pinned back. That dude, he was ready. You're like, as soon as you took that first step, that man was like, throw Let it. me get <laughs> mine. Throw it. You didn't do it. Strip sack. Game over. No good. Don't forget, step first kicking. take is coming up next. Which team is more dangerous? This is the Cowboys or the Lions. They'll debate that. And are the Eagles and the Chiefs the best two teams in the NFL? It is first take. Is Molly? Is Stephen A? Is Mad Dog? Swagoo! Kate Mark! Hey, Mark. All of them. Next. <laughs> Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Meanwhile, on planet Earth, uh, Deion Sanders learned a little something about geography yesterday. Take a listen to this. Yeah, yeah my expectations are out of the darn park. You got to understand, man. I mean, come on, man. What's the what's those little four heads that's in California? What do they call those? The people faces in, in grade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I set up there. It's in where? I thought it was in LA all this time. <laughs> wow, my geography. He don't need to know where it is. He's on it. Yeah. He's on it. He's, he, he, he could, he's possibly on it in two different sports. You're like, hey, man. Yeah, exactly. Come on. He's he don't Coach Prime. He's Coach Prime. All he knows he is LA. He's going to He's going to be up on it. That's it. <laughs> That's don't it. worry about it. Thanks oh. for watching. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.